Welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. Welcome to Woke and Wired, a podcast about finding success, fulfillment, and creating positive impact in this digital age when the possibilities are simply endless. In this first episode, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the podcast, how it came together, and a little bit about myself, your host. There's a lot of information out there on how to be successful, but the truth is over 90% of people who consume personal development books don't take any action. Woke and Wired is here to change that. In this podcast, we'll explore the inner world of some of the most successful people I know, people who took action, tapped into the unlimited possibilities of today's digital environment, and created success. We'll talk about the how, the why, and most importantly, explore the spiritual practices of some of the most inspiring entrepreneurs and thought leaders. We will discover tools that create not only outer success, but also an inner sense of freedom and play. Instead of sharing formulas that worked for someone else, we will have thought-provoking conversations that will help you find your own woke way in this wired world. My name is Xenia, and I am a speaker, a personal development writer, and a social media strategist. My methodology, Hashtag Mindful, helps entrepreneurs and creatives establish powerful online presence from a more conscious perspective. I know it works because I used it to create a popular media platform, Breakfast Criminals. You might already be following it on Instagram. It went from an Instagram account to a global movement about starting your day powerfully, to huge brand partnerships, a cereal box cover, yep, it's at every Whole Foods and Trader Joe's nationwide right now in the US. Breakfast Criminals has allowed me to travel around the world from leading retreats in Brazil, Nicaragua, to doing events in California, Arizona, all over the US really. I also traveled to Brazil to the Amazon rainforest to make YouTube videos about how acai grows, to meet the farmers, to climb the acai trees, and to give you the full story of this medicinal, magical Brazilian berry. Being a professional blogger and writer also allowed me to become a digital nomad. Last year, I spent seven or eight months of the year traveling from South America, all over the US, to Bali, and getting paid to do it. So when I say that the opportunities in this digital era are endless, I really, really mean it. For me, it has been Instagram. For some of my guests, it was YouTube, other social media platforms, or just creating an online business that is not tied to social media. But what all guests are going to have in common is a very rich inner world. And I can't wait to get more into this in the upcoming episodes. All of this gave me the lifestyle where I get to have conversations and collaborate with some of the most interesting people around the world. Each time I have one of those deep and motivational and meaningful conversations, I just wish I could somehow record my takeaways and share it with everyone I care about. Now I can do it. That's really one of the reasons I decided to create this podcast. But hold on, I want to rewind a little bit because I know it might sound a little too perfect. So let me give you the missing pieces of the puzzle, how I arrived where I am today and what it really took to get here. First, as you may already have caught from my accent, I was born in Moscow, and when I was two months old, my parents moved to Canberra, Australia. My dad, he used to be a diplomat. We spent the first five years of my life there, and then came back to Russia. And in Russia, 
I just never had a sense of belonging. I was always drawn to much older, much wiser people. I was looking for answers. And as a teenager, I spent my weekends at book fairs looking for the next self-help book that would help me get the attention of that boy I was into, as well as picking up different branding and marketing books. I just saw there was something really powerful about storytelling through written word, through visual. Well, a typical girl at my school cared passionately about lip gloss, Benetton's latest collection. Do you remember Benetton, guys? And Dior's saddlebag? Yep, that was year 2000. I sought out adults who would tell me about energy, crystals, and manifestation. Every cell of my being knew that there's something bigger out there. And so it was. And I found it in New York. I remember locking myself in our study room in Moscow and watching The Hills. Yep, the MTV show with Lauren Conrad. I would look at it and back then I didn't know why I was so drawn to it. I just knew that one day... I want to be in California. I want to have long blonde hair. I want to have a convertible car and a handsome man by my side. And I want to be free as a bird, exploring beautiful places and doing fun and exciting things. Looking back, I'm realizing what I was doing was visualization. When I was 20, I moved to San Francisco to go to grad school for a fashion degree. A few years later, after different hurdles with visa and having to become a full-time ballet student to keep my visa and stay in this country, I ended up getting my green card. When I found out about the news of getting the green card, Lauren Conrad was sitting next to me at this place called Cafe Gitan in Soho. Yep, pretty synchronistic. And so my whole life is full of these synchronistic connections and what I really see as divine guidance. Here I am sitting with Palo Santo, my candle is lit, and I have a Gary V book on my desk. For me, what's really interesting is finding the balance between feminine and the masculine, the going with the flow and hustling. That's really going to be one of the biggest topics we're going to explore in this podcast. Since I moved to the US almost 10 years ago now, I have studied meditation, I've studied yoga, qigong, I've gone on a pilgrimage to India, spent time at a Buddhist monastery, and I noticed this interesting thing. The more I meditated and spent time on my personal growth, the more successful my business became. Made me realize that influence, money, and success are just spiritual energy in motion. But what does it all have to do with social media? Let me be super honest with you. I have been obsessed with social media ever since the day when I was 15 and one of my dad's friends explained to me what a blog was. Ever since then, I have had many different blogs. I've started many different projects. And I think that's a very important thing to stress. You hear about people becoming successful and making money. It all sounds so unattainable and puts this expectation on you that the first thing you start needs to be successful. Couldn't be any further from the truth. It takes trial, it takes error, it takes perseverance, and you're going to be learning stories like that from the guests on this podcast. So anyway, I started my first blog when I was 15. I found a boyfriend on Craigslist before it was creepy, I swear, when I was 19. I found my dream fashion school online when I was 20. Shortly after I made my first thousand dollars, I would find these Ralph Lauren flats that Ross put beautiful pictures of them up on VK, which is the Russian equivalent of Facebook. And I would sell them to my friends and friends of friends in Russia. And on my way home to visit my family during school break, I would bring 30 pairs of shoes and easily make a thousand bucks. Then in grad school, I went to Academy of Art University in San Francisco. 
I took a blogging class and realized that I can use my natural ability to tell visual stories for a living. Shortly after that, I moved to New York. I still thought that I wanted to be a fashion stylist at that time. And I ended up getting my dream job at an image consulting company called Visual Therapy. Ended up staying there for many years. It was fantastic. I learned so much about empowering myself and others and expressing myself through personal style and really opening doors that I didn't think I was ready for just through feeling confident and at ease in my own body and in my clothes. Then I was recruited by Guilt Group, which was at that time one of the fastest growing startups. I became a community manager there, managing this enormous community of hundreds of thousands of social media followers. Then something happened that I can go into in another podcast episode. In short, I did not get the visa that I had applied for and I was left without a job. I had to get rid of my apartment that I just rented and furnished. And my boyfriend, who I was with at that time, he thought that it was the perfect time to break up. There I was, without a place to live, without a boyfriend, without a job, without a work permit, so I wasn't even allowed to work. That's when I was really getting more into yoga and meditation. I was going to Strala Yoga almost every day. Shout out to Tara Stiles. Ended up doing yoga teacher training with her. I was studying meditation with David Wagner, another incredible spiritual teacher. I was staying with my friends for a few weeks on their couch, and then I figured out a way to stay in the country. I got this little sublet in Nolita. I was living in a tiny apartment. There were mice and, and roaches. And it was this weird setup where the shower was in the kitchen and so was the bathroom. The whole thing was really weird. But I was living in this place and I was just so happy that I'm able to stay in America and continue following my big American dream. I just always felt like I belong here and that the opportunities that I want to pursue, they're here. Around the same time, I was getting into superfoods and I started this Instagram account called Breakfast Criminals where I would just start sharing my superfood bowls filled with acai and maca and spirulina, all my superfood explorations in one place. It so happened that I was sharing my photos in a beautiful red ceramic heart-shaped bowl and it just took off. It really resonated with people and I was reading Tim Ferriss at that time. Tim Ferriss you know, talks about creating your own product, outsourcing things. After about a thousand people asked me where I bought my bowl, I realized I could produce it and sell it. And so I did. That was the first non-digital product that I had created. And I had sold 2,000 of those red ceramic heart-shaped bowls. They ended up in the hands of Cameron Diaz, Victoria's Secret Angels, and ended up getting really phenomenal press. And just recently, I collaborated with a local artist to create a limited edition batch of them, blessed by a shaman. And we sold it for almost $200 each. And all the money is going to a charity that we support. I'm going to go into detail about some of these projects that I worked on in future episodes but for now I just wanted to give you a glimpse into my world and how both the hustle and the divine guidance are such important pieces of everything that I create. I am 100% certain that that is the most powerful way that will bring you the most fulfilling and long-lasting success. And in terms of this podcast, I was called to create it. I had this intuitive hit almost a year ago about creating this podcast, but I was busy doing other projects and it just didn't seem like the right time and I didn't feel like I'm ready. It seemed like another thing to learn and do. And a couple of weeks ago, I went to this Kundalini workshop. I was in a place where my business felt like it's going a little bit slower than I wanted to, kind of feeling stuck. 
in the workshop, I surrendered and I opened my arms and I said, show me what what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? How can I best serve and be fulfilled and self-expressed at the same time? And the message that I received in that workshop is that I'm constantly given guidance. The problem is not being given guidance. The problem is not acting on it. Because how many times I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm told, create this blog post, share this idea, call this client, do this and that. Do I always act on it? Not necessarily. Same with a podcast. And that's when I realized there is absolutely no time to waste. There's no time to put off things that are most important to me. And the kinds of conversations we're going to be having on this podcast is what matters to me the most right now. It's what drives me. It's what gets me excited to get out of bed. I am committed to taking full responsibility for acting on those, whatever you call them, intuitive hits, divine guidance, gut feelings. And this podcast is one of them. I am so excited to have you here with me. And I am so excited to see where this goes. Have an awesome day. And I'll see you in the next episode with my first guest.